Welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your hosts, Ayo and Antino. This week, we have a variety of topics and things to talk about. Again, Aaron's going to examine my brain or something. I don't know what's going on, but there's a quiz involved. And I hate to break it to you guys, but I am not smarter than a fifth grader. So we'll see how this goes. I'm not smarter than a fifth grader. <laughs> well, it is true. I hate that show. They're like, do you remember all these useless facts that these kids have no reason knowing? Exactly. And it's still fresh in their heads. Because that's all they have. They don't have taxes. They don't have <laughs> anything. They got nothing going on in there. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Uh, so an update about... Our last episode, we talked about the electronic arm thing or whatever, and you said you wanted to have a tail. We totally overlooked the fact of Dr. Octopus. I don't know how, but somehow we did. That was pretty much the concept, wasn't it? Yeah, and you all made fun of me. And I think that that was, like, the best because he was just walked with them. He would just, like, stand there and float around with all these arms doing his bidding. You wouldn't have to do anything. You're just, like, observing life at that point. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> As long as they can be programmed to do do whatever you want, you're good. Yeah. So another update was in the advice. I don't know. Oh, we were talking about the Grand Canyon? Mm-hmm. So I purchased the book that we were talking about. And instantly, as soon as I opened it up and I saw it, I was like, why did I buy this book? I thought it was so funny. And then reading it, I'm like, this is all about death. But I think I was just trying to prove my point that how people died at the Grand Canyon. But actually, it's very so interesting. When, so, so when you say purchase this book, you have to tell us what book you're talking about. Oh, it's called Over the Edge, Death in the Grand Canyon. It's not just about how people died, though, but it's about the rescue missions that they went through in order to try to help people. But flipping through it, a lot of the deaths were solo hikers. People who are just going on a hike and not telling anybody where they're going. Um, and I think, I don't know, it just happens too often, it seems like. But I always think about that one guy who went uh, hiking and fell and got caught in between those two rocks. And then they made a movie out of him. I remember watching the did news. He, huh? Did he have to cut his leg or something like that? He cut his arm off, arm? yeah, with like a pocket Mm-mm. knife. Mm-mm. Yeah, and he had, nope. it was not fun. And I remember watching it on the news, and basically he was just like, I didn't tell anybody, anybody where I was going. And I went hiking out into the wilderness. I would have just had to die. I'm sorry. Nope. (laughs) Well, when you get in that situation, I don't know. You never know, Aaron. Keep a pocket knife on you at all times. Or a very sharp, large butcher's knife with you at all times, just in case. Or a machete. I mean, if you're going to carry it, might as well. (laughs) I mean, I want one swing and you're done. Not no, you know. It's like several days later. No. No bueno. Not at all. No. So my advice is if you're going to go hiking, tell somebody about it. Don't be Mr. Uh, Tough Guy because you'll have to be Mr. Tough Guy (laughs) eventually. Exactly. No, I agree. (laughs) That's just logical sense. People should know where you're at. And I should probably do a better job at that myself. Although I never go hiking alone. I go walking at Sabino Canyon sometimes. But I think that there's so many people there that you wouldn't really... 
like think about it. But there's sometimes when I'm walking and I'm like, oh, I want to walk near the stream, you know, and like you kind of go off the path and you wouldn't think that anything would happen, but you never know. Yeah, that's true. But I think they'd know where to find me. I've gone biking by myself before, but never hiking. So at least on a bike, if something happens, I can hopefully quickly get away. Yeah. That's the idea. When you're hiking, though, there's so much stuff that can go wrong. I just feel like it's always good to have at least one other victim with you so that you won't die alone. And that's what's most important. (laughs) I'm not going hiking with you. I'm sorry. Ever. (laughs) Why not? Because I don't want to get eaten. I've survived up until this point. That's good. I'm glad. (laughs) But yeah, usually like if I'm going to go biking by myself long distances, I have like the Strava app on, which kind of just keeps track of where you're at anyways. So that's interesting. But yeah, that's my advice. Aaron has finished eating. I'd like to let everyone know. Oh, no, he's not done eating yet. He still has some food to go. I'm done. (laughs) This is my last bite. So now the real show can start. What are you quizzing me on? Um, a couple of things, but are we ready to get to that yet? I don't know. Did you have any advice you wanted to share? Any riveting accounts of near-death experiences at the Grand Canyon? Oh, go ahead. No. I've already said my advice, so I can't give more advice. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say something else. Um, hmm. I don't think I have any advice this week. Okay. I have another one that I just thought of because it was about the Grand Canyon. One time okay. I was talking to somebody about, I forget what I was talking to them about. It was an older person. And they were like, do you know how you don't fall into the Grand Canyon? And I was like, you stay away from the edge? He's like, no, you don't go to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> He's like, if you just stay clear of certain things, you won't have to worry about it. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> well, that's true, I guess. But I'm Yeah, it was an interesting take. But the the book itself was talking about some people did stupid things, and one guy... Like, sometimes people were just trying to do pranks. One guy was trying to pretend like he was falling off the edge. And how he fell, actually, he fell farther than he he, thought he would, and he fell off the edge. And then he was just Mm. pulling a prank on somebody. Mm. Like, trying to scare him. Yeah. See, stuff like that, I don't play. I wouldn't mess around with stuff like that. Like, I don't play games with my life. Intentionally. Yeah, intentionally. (laughs) Well, they were talking about, it's just like split-second decisions, you know? It's like... You just choose one thing, and the consequences for that choice are immense. Yeah, but when you choose to do, play games in the Grand Canyon about falling off the edge and stuff like that, <laughs> you have to realize that the possibility is there that you could roll off. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Those are not the kind of games I like to play. <clears throat> Me neither. So, for our quiz, I figured I would start off with a uh, some questions that I think are relatively easy. And for our listeners, before we reveal what the answer is, if you want to put your guesses in, you can make a comment on this story for this episode on Instagram or just shoot us a DM on Instagram if you think you know the answer to these questions. But obviously, I'm going to give the answer, so you're going to have to pause it and take a guess before... We get to the answers. 
In the meantime, we're going to test Antino. And I actually think that you're going to do a pretty good job with this quiz. Dude, I'm terrible at quizzes. I think I've always been a do... bad test taker. I believe, but I actually have faith in you. And, you know, that's rare. So <laughs> I think you might actually know the answer to these questions. All right. So the first one has to do with music. Oh, it's pretty general. And the question is... <clears throat> excuse me for clearing my throat with the mic. Um, all right. So the first question is, Antino, what are the top five oh, no. best-selling albums of <sighs> all time? Thriller, Dark Side of the Moon, uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club, or Lonely Heart Club's band. Top five? It has to be mm-hmm. off the wall too, right? Didn't Michael Jackson have like multiple ones? Oh man! Nope. No, he didn't. No, the white and, album. And and let me just say this: um, the exact numbers are up for debate a little bit, but the it doesn't really change the top five. But the actual numbers that I'm going to give are up for debate. Okay, so when if you want to debate Aaron, though. do it. Yes. <laughs> Fight him in the streets. <laughs> All right. So, so what are your top five? What's your final answer? I could only think of four. I said, uh, okay. So you said what? I said Thriller. Okay. Dark Side of the Moon. Okay. Sergeant Pepper's. Um, and I guess you said that Michael Jackson didn't have another one. So it probably has to be like a female artist, right? Or is it actual band? Can I at least get a well, hint? That, well, bands are included because you're talking about the album, not necessarily the artist themselves. Sorry, I keep hitting my mic. Okay. Um, it doesn't. So, yeah, it could be female artist, male artist, or a band. It doesn't matter. You know who would know is Google. No. <laughs> no. No Googling. Stop looking down. <laughs> Look into the camera because I'm watching you. No cheating. Uh, gosh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, still, what's your guess, though? Just... You still have to guess five. Okay. Um... Let's stop looking down. Look up. <laughs> the Beatles, their white album. Okay. Um... Well, you got, a, you, you got a couple of them correct. I know Dark Side of the Moon's on there. No, it's not. Actually. It's not? Nope. The <laughs> only, um, but. Um, How dare they? But The Wall did make it into the top ten. The Wall by Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It made it to the top 10. All right. So the answer is, and again, numbers are up for debate, but the Eagles' greatest hits actually just surpassed Michael Jackson's Thriller. Wow. So so they've been going back and forth for years now as far as the best-selling album. But it's the Eagles' greatest hits is number one right now, allegedly. Michael Jackson's Thriller is number two. Uh, the Eagles... Hotel California album is number three. Uh, ACDC Back in Black is number four um, with 25 million. I, I forgot to give the number. So um, the Eagles greatest hits has sold 38 million. Uh, Thriller has sold 33 million. Hotel California has sold 26 million. Uh, ACDC Back in Black has sold 25 million. And the Beatles' White Album has sold 24 million albums, and that's number five. Hmm. 
who do I complain to about this? <laughs> well, again, there's so many, when it comes to album sales, there's a lot of debates because we're talking, you know, it, it just depends on the source that you look up. Yeah. Uh, obviously, some of these artists have sold more albums worldwide versus just in the U.S. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, you're only talking about U.S. bands? Well, I just said the, well, I'm just going off the best, not necessarily just U.S. bands, but the best selling albums of all time. In what the I'm U.S. Is, or in the U.K.? No, no, best selling all to all all over the world. I don't know, man. I but, think we're kind of talking out of our uh, our uh, range of expertise here. Well, here's the thing. So, and this is why I say it's controversial because even in these lists that you can look up, the problem is, is that in certain countries, sometimes the album sales are counted a little bit different, and so that's what makes it. That's why there's so much debate over who sold more, Michael Jackson or the Eagles. I just you know, don't know debate. why the Eagles, though. Why the Eagles? The greatest hits. I don't know. I can't I've tell you. Never been like, oh, I'm gonna listen to a full Eagles album, but maybe I have. I just didn't know. Well, keep in mind that album came out what in uh, shoot. When did that album come out? I don't even know when that album came out. Which album? Hotel California. No, the greatest hits album. Oh, let me look it up real quick. We're looking for the Eagles. Greatest hits album. Yeah. Greatest hits. Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna look up the Eagles. But yeah, I've uh, I never really spent the time. I mean, they came out in the '70s, '76. Pink Floyd's been around like since 1968. The Beatles were big ever since 1964. Early, yeah, early '60s. Well, they started in the early '60s, I guess, but they didn't have any hits until I think '63 or '64. But like their White Album has been out for since 1968, and it's like regarded as one of their greatest albums by some people, whereas Sgt. Pepper's is. But... Yeah, Sgt. Pepper didn't make it into the top ten. I only say that because whenever you're watching any documentary about rock music, they always talk about Sgt. Pepper's. No, you're absolutely right. No, I agree with that. But as far as... Because it's funny because the appreciation of an album versus the sales of an album are not always the same. Okay. You know, you can have a critically acclaimed album, but it won't necessarily be the best selling. So are we talking about the one that was released in 1976 by the Eagles? Their greatest Yeah, hits? the greatest hits. Yep. Uh-huh. It has Take It Easy on here. I like that song. Witchy Woman. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I remember that one. Lion Eyes. I really like that song. Already Gone. Don't know. Desperado is really depressing, so I don't really listen to that much. One of These Nights. No. Tequila Sunrise I listen to a lot. <laughs> Take it to the limits, a nice song. And the best of my love. Peaceful easy feeling, I see. Man, it's not playing. Well, there you go. Thank you, technology. Yeah. yeah. Have it you ever finished <laughs> Sorry. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, Have go you ahead. listened to any of these albums though? Yeah. I absolutely have. Have you listened um... to the White album all the way through? Um, I don't think I listened to it all the way through. No, I think if you did, you'd be shocked. Maybe I like, I do like the Beatles. So, well, um, it's kind of interesting because with the Beatles white album, it's a compilation basically of each of their individual songs that they mm -hmm. kind of wrote and recorded separately because they were kind of already in a part in a place where they're most likely going to be breaking up. Right. 
So because of that, because the songs are so different and you can kind of tell who wrote them, there's a thing called the Black Album. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Which is like a compilation of their songs they did in uh, their own solo projects. So if no one's ever heard of it, it's like there's playlists online and it just has all of their songs that they recorded as solo artists and it's a compilation of their greatest hits kind of. So it's like a weird extra Beatles album if you want to get into that. Interesting. Huh. I never actually heard the Black Album though. It doesn't exist. When you say the Black Album, I think of uh, Jay-Z because he did an album called The Black Album. (laughs) If he's a Beatles fan. No, but he was, yeah, he took that. Yo, here comes the sun. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that's exactly how he would say it. Um, Okay, cool. Yeah, I see it. I have to look at it. Uh, I see it. It is. Fortunately, it's on Spotify, though. So I've heard a lot of these songs, but I don't think I've ever listened to this all the way through. I'm just telling you, the the Eagles are not an artist that I go straight to and be like, they are one of the greatest bands in the world, Aaron. No, you but, need to listen no. to this. No, 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 no. But this is not the greatest bands of all time. This is the, the Most best-selling selling albums. albums. Yeah, as far as sales are concerned. So you're not talking about... Because if you were to look at the overall Beatles sales, if you look at all their ab- albums, and then look at all of the Eagles albums, you oh, might see a okay. bit of a difference. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that actually brings me to my next quiz question for you, which is, and again, this is still around music, who are the top five best-selling artists of all time, including bands? Ugh, you see, this is so bad now because every time I look at new music, they're like, this person sold out this many albums in this amount of time. And you're like, seriously? Like, I don't know how they count it now. But of all time, uh, I have to say the Beatles. Of all time. I would okay. hope Pink Floyd's up there because that is one of my favorite bands. The top five? Of all time, yes. Okay. Michael Jackson. Okay. Um, well, now I have to say the Eagles. Gosh. <laughs> you don't have Stinkin to. Stinking Eagles, man. You don't have to say them if you don't want. I well, I have to guess the Eagles now. And uh, Just because what? Nothing. Go ahead. And there has to be a female artist in there somewhere, right? No, no. Mm-mm. Not even in the top ten. Uh. And <clears throat> and by time the first female shows up in the list, it's, it's number twelve, and you would be surprised who it is because I was surprised. Sort of. Is it Cher? No. Good guess, though, but no. Someone else. Is it that English lady that sang on, like, America's Got Talent? That'd be really funny. Oh, you're talking about, uh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Susan Boyle. That would be great. Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle, yeah. yeah. That would be awesome if that was the case, (laughs) but no. (laughs) I told Anna, I was like, that was so messed up when i watched it because they're like but you're ugly how can you sing so beautifully <laughs> that was pretty much that. the reaction come on uh, yeah it was like oh this ugly lady can sing really nice what a well, surprise what a shock it wasn't, it wasn't just the her looks it was also her quirkiness and the stuff that she was saying i don't know she man. was a little she was very quirky too so still messed like, up i agree i agree <laughs> she Susan did put out a good Boyle. album but <laughs> 
Uh, she has a good voice. All right, so you said the Beatles, the Eagles, and who else? Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Michael Jackson. Okay. Michael Jackson. And, um, oh gosh. It has to be a 70s band that I can't. Led Zeppelin. Let's just say Led Zeppelin. You're really good at this. So you you definitely, all your answers, I believe, made it into the top 10. Not quite the top five. So we'll go, we'll start at number one, the Beatles. Okay, that with makes o- sense. With over, with oh, over 100. Oh, Bob Dylan. With over 180 million albums sold. Okay. Number two is Garth Brooks. Garth stinking with, yeah, Brooks. Yes, if you, yep. With over 156 million. And that country gosh. music, man, is unstoppable. Number three is Elvis. Oh, I forgot with about 100, Elvis. 146 million albums sold. Okay. Number four is The Eagles, with 120 <laughs> million sold, of course, like you said. And number five is Led Zeppelin, yeah. with 111 million albums sold. Yeah. So you're right. You, got, you pretty much got it. Um, Billy Joel was number six. Okay. With eighty four over eighty four million, Michael Jackson is number seven, also with over eighty four million. Elton John was number eight. ACDC was number nine with seventy five million, over seventy five million. And Pink Floyd was number ten, also yeah. with over seventy five million albums sold. And um, but to be honest, to be number ten in the genre that they do is a pretty big deal because they're not like country or this or that. It's like right. their own kind of sound. Yeah, and plus the time that they started too. Yeah, they've had a chance to amass a huge following over you know over those years. When you have longevity in this, and you know, you can definitely pull that off. Unless you're um, Garth Brooks, right? Yeah, exactly. And he and uh, the first female to show up on the list is is Barbara Streisand, with over sixty eight million albums sold. Why is that a Why is that a shocker? Um, because I. I would have thought it would have been like. Uh, Can it be that it was all so simple no. then? <laughs> I would have thought it would have been like Mariah Carey or maybe like Whitney Houston or I don't know what other female artists. Um... I don't think Barbara Streisand's on Spotify. Or maybe like a Madonna type person. Madonna. As far as solo. As far as, as far as uh, solo female, she was artists. pretty big back in the day. <clears throat> she was. She's number seventeen. So, but the first female, but the first female artist is uh, is Barbara Streisand, and then Mariah is fourteen, and then um, and then Madonna. Yeah. And then and then Whitney. So Barbara- and then Fleetwood and then Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I like Fleetwood Mac. So do you, this is just a side thing. Do you get upset? Well, I don't know. Like whenever, like there's these TikToks and they go after all of these songs that I've grown up loving and now like they're just getting ruined. I'm sorry, my screen just went blank. <laughs> they did, they're getting what? Ruined. As far as covers are concerned? No, they're just like, they add this song and it becomes like a trend. About stuff, and then it's like, 
all this music that I really liked. And then now all these people know about it. So it seems like my whole musical taste is just based off of what goes off on a TikTok. Wait, so you stop liking the song because it's on, it's popular. No, I'm just like, oh, I really like this song. But then to like kids, they're like, oh, you heard that on TikTok. It's like, no, I listened to the original album. That's just, yeah, I'm not, that's the hipster. Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, I'm not really on TikTok like that, so I don't really... No, I don't have it either, but it's like gets on Instagram, and people will send me like, oh, look at this guy drinking juice and skateboarding down the street with this Fleetwood Mac song. And I'm like, is this funny? Sorry about that. (laughs) Um, All right. Anyways, tangent. Last, Yeah, no, it's all good. All right, last quiz for you. And why does my, I don't know why it does that. Um, Sorry. Um, So last question is the top five highest grossing movies of all time. Top five highest grossing movies of all time. Ugh. Well, I'd have to say Star Wars. A New Hope. No. Well, well, you just give me your top ten, your top five. I mean, and I'll tell you after it. Star Wars, Jurassic Park. There's probably a lot of rated R movies that I haven't seen on this list too. Because one time I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna look up what the greatest films of all time are, and I'll watch them." And like it was all. Well, generally, when you're talking about the highest grossing. Usually, it's a more general audience. They're not typically rated R movies. Oh, okay. As far as the highest grossing. Now, if you start talking about critically acclaimed, that's a different story. Uh, but generally, when you're talking about grossing, the most people can come see it. Oh, got it. So, is Jurassic Park on there? What did I say? Star Wars, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Um, is Willy Wonka on there? The Sound of Music. Um, I don't know. Rocky. I'll just throw that one in there. Okay. Nice. So that what you did is just reminded me of a different quiz that we'll take next time. Oh, great. Because your answers, your answers should have been the answers to what are the top five grossing movies of all time when adjusted for inflation. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because the top five grossing are none of those movies. But if you would adjust them for inflation, I think you still, I think you still have you know movies like Gone with the Wind. Yeah, I think the original Jurassic Park. I think uh, Titanic might. Still Titanic, be on there. yeah. That's when a- you look at when you look at adjusted for inflation, you know, inflation. Yeah. But but right now, as of right now, the top five grossing movies of all time is Avengers Endgame. With two point seven billion dollars. Oh, okay, yeah, that would make more sense. It'd have to be ones Ava- that came in the past like four years, right? Um, well, Avatar's number two, and it's two point oh, seven yeah. eight billion as well. And that came out in two thousand nine. Uh-huh. Um Titanic is two point one billion. Wow. Um Star Wars The Force Awakens is at two billion. Oh gosh. And Avengers Infinity War is at two billion as well. Wow. 
Yeah, I don't know stuff like that. I'm not good with statistics. Statistics. No, you did good. You said Star Wars and Jurassic Park. Well, Jurassic World is number six with 1.6 billion. But yeah. like I said, if you if we adjusted it for inflation, I think those movies that you said would actually be in there. Um, but anyway, that's my quiz for this time. Uh, this episode. That's your quiz. You did a good job. That's my quiz. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I try to get the cheering on here, but I don't know how. That's, oh, I got to turn it up. There we go. There we go. Got the audience. Everyone's clapping. (laughs) Thank you. And that was Aaron's segment of (laughs) making me remember things that I don't know about. I'm still surprised that ACDC was on there. Like, I don't know. I'm, like, the Eagles, ACDC, not, not the greatest stuff. But um, what we should do now is I am going to... Oh, we're going to go to a brief commercial break. We'll be right back where you can hear Aaron eating some more. <laughs> and my laughter. Laughter for no reason. And we're back. So, Aaron, I am going to share my screen with you right now. And in my travels of trying to find new musical instruments, I came across this. And it blew my mind. I just do not know. Oh, there we go. Share content. (laughs) Screen. Start it. Okay. You can see it? Uh Uh-huh. Can you see this? Can you describe what this is, what's happening, Aaron? Um. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm looking at. It's a fan with a microphone, I guess. Putting it up against the metal of the microphone. So what I think it is is they have um, like a barcode going around the fan, and that's a scanner that he's holding in his hand. And oh, that's he, a scanner? Yeah, and I'll show you the next video. So this was that one. and um, I don't know if people can hear us over the... over. Well, I can't hear myself hardly over no, the... No, we can hear you on the video. machine here. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's a lady wearing a barcode dress. These guys are running around her with scanners and creating this music. Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> wow. So they're almost like kung fu fighting. And it's mixed between musical and some weird artsy stuff that I don't even know what's going on. Okay, it's a good thing that she's holding that the other way. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. That was pretty crazy. Wow. That was crazy. I just wanted to get your reaction to it, Aaron. (laughs) 
Um, so you saying the guy had a barcode scanner for against the fan? Yeah. So like, there's a barcode for what would be the fan blades that start spinning, huh. and then mm-hmm. he's scanning it, and because of the movement, it creates tones. So as he goes outside of the barcodes, they kind of get farther away from each other and make a higher pitch. And then once he goes inwards into the middle, it creates a lower pitch. Hmm. Clever. (laughs) That's pretty clever. I I don't know what made these people come up with that, but the barcode thing was just funny to me. Yeah. No, that was that was clever. I've never seen anything like that. That was that was a good idea. Huh. Very creative. You know, it's funny. It just reminded me, though, that, you know, we have instruments that are pretty typical and standard, especially in American music. Um, but there's so many instruments that are not used, at least not in uh, pop music, especially, um, that make that create a very unique sound. And that's and we're just talking about instruments that already exist, let alone, you know, creating new ones, you know. Well, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, there's no way you can make a new instrument right now. Like, everything's been done. And then I saw that, and I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, yeah, so you, so you can easily create a new instrument, but the question is, will it catch on? I don't know. You know, I don't know if it'll catch on to the point where everyone's going to learn it. But, I mean, you can do your own unique thing, you know. I have a friend of mine who, who makes uh, violins, and um, he made something i don't know what it would be called but it's kind of like a cross it's almost like it's somewhere it's like bigger almost like a viola but it's it's a violin but he he made it a little bit bigger than your typical violin and it has like extra strings on it and he kind of did an interesting design on it but he he calls it his violin but i mean it's not your standard size by any means but because he did make it a little bit bigger than the average violin, the sound is a little bit different. So I don't even know if it technically is considered that or not. I'm not sure. Yeah. He builds his own instruments, though, and he cre- that's something he created. So I know in the string world, you know, if it gets to a certain size, the name of the instrument actually changes. So I know you have violins, you have violas, and then you have cellos, and then the bass. So if you create something in between, I don't know what that would be. I don't know. Yeah, it's just weird. Like, I don't make that stuff, so I wouldn't really know, but one time I, like, hooked up, or I tied a guitar string to two metal rods that were, like, cold. it's like a bookshelf that was metal, mm-hmm. and then I tightened it, and then I just used a violin bow on it with a slide, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. like, you could change the pitch that way, like, with the brass slide you use for a guitar, mm-hmm. but nothing really sounded cool. It was just <laughs> a bizarre noise. But like, isn't like for example, because like you play the guitar, so it isn't well at least when it comes to acoustic guitars, aren't they all relatively the same size? Yeah, I mean you have like smaller ones for children, mm-hmm. and they have smaller ones. I don't know why, but people buy them. They're actually a lot like the neck size is different, the fretboard size is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're all generally the same size. Mm-hmm. You just have to make sure you're not buying a small one. Yeah, and I think it's like that because they create a, a very specific sound mm-hmm. that you want to be able to pick up and just play. And so it makes sense that they'd be around the same size. But um, I remember watching, there's this one artist who, when she used to perform, she would, uh, um, 
and I'm sure there's probably many people who can do it. But it was interesting because that was the first person I ever saw do it. But she would take the guitar and instead of playing it like on her lap or where the strings are facing away from her, she would set it on her lap facing up. Have you ever seen anyone play like that? And she would play the guitar, but the guitar is sitting on her lap with the strings facing straight up. Well, that's weird. It was really interesting. Yeah. 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 It was really interesting to see see someone play like that. Um, but I mean, I think it sounded this relatively the same. I think, but I thought it was pretty cool. Well, so anyway, I, I guess I say that just to say, you know, there's so much creativity that goes not only into instruments, but instruments that we already have that people just play and use differently. Yeah. You know. Have you ever heard of a theremin? Mm-hmm. That's how I found this band is because that guy created an instrument where you move your hands and it makes a noise. Mm -hmm. So it's similar concept to what those people were doing with the barcode scanner. Let me see. I think this is Russian. I hope he's not cursing in Russian. <laughs> so he's got his hand... I don't know if it's like magnets or electricity or what. But it creates like such a scary tone. Interesting. Yeah. So that was that. And now I can't get back to Zoom. <laughs> what am I doing? Your microphone is mm -hmm. muted. Your video has stopped. Okay, good tap to speak. I Can you hear me? Yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. This is great. I can't hear you now, but I was able to hear you before. And I had to leave the chat room. Let's go back to Zoom. Let's go back to Zoom. Let's go back to Zoom. Join with video. Call using internet audio. There we go. We're back. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> happened. <laughs> uh, on the day's work. Okay. Um, the next thing that I have is um, I've been looking up like news articles. Because you wanted to talk about news articles at one point. Yeah, or current events. One of them's about password protection. There's another one where a kid spends $16,000 on an iPad game in-app purchase, in purchases. And what's funny is over the years, that's happened so many times, you would think people would have got the hint right now. By now, you would think. But no. apparently not. Yeah, my friend used to do that with his Xbox. He bought a lot of games, and then his parents found out. It's not a good time. But, yeah, but how do they even let you make a purchase that large? Like, to me, there should be some permission or some double check saying, hey, someone's trying to make a purchase over $1,000 worth of apps. Are you sure you want to let this go through? You know, there should be some type of, you know, because this has happened many times before. I think that's just how they make their money. Okay, well. We need to have in-app purchases there, and that's what we need to do. Yeah. <laughs> to get the I rest so. of this show, pay Aaron <laughs> a dollar. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. 
Oh, and it says over the summer of 2020, a six-year-old spent over 16000 in the App Store. So it wasn't just one purchase. It was like multiple purchases. But how do you... All right, okay, but over the summer, that means over a few months. You mean to tell me over a couple of months went by and you didn't check your credit card statements or your bills or any of that? It started in, emails. in July. Started buying add-ons in the game, starting at one ninety nine pack to 99 bundles, dollar packs. It says the transactions were initially thought to be fraud or a mistake by Johnson, who found it almost impossible to figure out that they originated from in-app purchases. After filing a fraud claim with Chase, she was then informed the charges were genuine and was told to contact Apple. Okay, this is when she contacted Apple and was talked through a buried running list of all the charges and seeing the Sonic icon, because it was Sonic Forces that he was playing, she -hmm. realized it was her son's fault. It's like my six-year-old was doing lines of cocaine and doing bigger and bigger hits, Johnson said. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Yeah, basically. Apple, I would have to agree with her. Apple refused to refund her money as she didn't inform the company within 60 days of the charges. They refused? Uh-huh. And how much was it? $16,000. Yeah, usually when it's a high amount, like, to get a refund. It says Apple refused so, to refund her money as she didn't inform the company within 60 days of the charges. Hmm. Well, I still think that's kind of, yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't know how you do that. Like I said, anytime I make a purchase, I get an email, number one, letting me know that a purchase was made. And number two, the money, when it, when I get the charge, there's no way in the world I can let two months go by without seeing a charge, especially for that much money. How do you not see (laughs) She had $16,000 lying around then off a credit card though i mean her credit must be pretty high up there right that's what i'm saying your limit has to be pretty high and like i said for you not to pay attention for 60 days or more than 60 days at least look at your statement and say hey i owe you know ten thousand dollars this month and last month my balance was zero like how do you not keep a track of your bills like i don't understand that. so you're blaming you're blaming her you say that she deserves to be taken for sixteen thousand dollars I'm not, well, what I'm saying is, how do you not notice? That's all I'm asking. I still think, in my opinion, I still think Apple should have refunded her the money, especially since it was a kid doing all this stuff. And once they realized it, they they should have given her a refund. So I'm not saying I'm, you know, happy she didn't get a refund. But on the flip side, I'm thinking, like, how do you let someone charge that much money and you not notice? And it shouldn't take you more than 60 days to notice that. Yeah. In my opinion. That's all I'm saying. Well, it says the mother then went on to accuse the games of being completely predatory and encouraging spending by younger users. Mm. And not only that, but there's also child. You can also put lock. Well, that's what it says. It says Apple has offered a number of parental control options over the years to manage a child's access on an iPhone or iPad. Yeah. The best best part of this is how this news article ends. It says, looking for the lowest iPad price to give Sonic Forces a try? Holiday iPad deals are going on now with prices from two ninety nine. 
They're like, uh, only thing you should get from this is that playing Sonic Forces is like doing lines of cocaine if you're six years right. old. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's pretty funny. <laughs> nice. I'm gonna have to find some stories like that. Yeah. Uh, okay, Aaron. I think this episode's over. <laughs> We've said it all. I think it was a good one. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to conclude with? Hmm. Do you have new advice to say now? Because I think you. Uh... <laughs> I mean, to me, the only advice you get from that is just don't be stupid. <laughs> but if you have a child, you don't always know what's going on, Aaron. One day you I wake agree. up and no, no, $16,000 no, no, no. have been funneled out of your phone. Okay, and if it's okay, but if it's in one day, you need to find that out within 60 days. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You should know if your child does spend that much money, you should know. And again, maybe if you make a lot of money, Maybe it's easy for $16,000 just to go missing and you not blink an eye. But for me, that's impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, because I don't have (laughs) $16,000. And number two, uh, if I, you know, I'm, yeah, no, that's ridiculous. The other, the news article I chose not to talk about, instead I've decided to talk about the credit card fraud or not fraud. The other article was going to be about a truck filled with 20,000 pounds of cheese balls overturns on the freeway. (laughs) (laughs) There is nothing in this article that makes anything funny. It's just the title of it made me laugh so hard. Right, right, exactly. Well, did the cheese balls come out of the truck? A truck loaded with 20,000 pounds of cheese balls. 20,000 pounds of cheese balls. Enough to crush you, Aaron. Right, you I would know. be dead. A lot of cheese <laughs> was involved in a crash in the Arlington Building, causing two red lanes closed. Do 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 do. We have a sand truck there to help clean up the scene. The truck was so on the its side. Boss, so they did come out of the truck. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, but I guess if they're all on the ground, you wouldn't want to eat those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Aaron. <laughs> because if it, <laughs> if it was dry, you'd be all for it. Right. You're yeah. like, well, the first layer is touching the ground, but the second right. and fourth exactly. layer. <laughs> Those aren't touching anything. One local <laughs> resident decided to help in the process of cleaning up. <laughs> Hi, my name's Aaron Owens. I really like cheese balls. <laughs> exactly. I like the way you worded that. He's helping to clean up the mess. <laughs> <laughs> local authorities have advised him to stop as now he's passed out on the ground. <laughs> They're just wheeling Apparently you away. From a heart attack. I know. They're wheeling you away, and you're like, I just care about the environment, okay? <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. So, yeah. This has been Two Crazy Scoops. Get in the loop. Come on. Um, Next week's episode. I don't even know at this point, man. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Just come back next week. My brain is dead today, and you're like, Yo, "What topics are we gonna talk about?" And I was like, "The Grand Canyon and cheese balls." Yeah, but we 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 did, we did a lot. <laughs> we talked about music, movies, <laughs> instruments, um, fraud. 
I'm kind of sad that my brain is so dead. I think that's what the episode title is going to be, is the Grand Canyon and cheese balls. That's a good one. It's the best I can come up with. It makes you want to listen to find out how we get from one topic to the other. Well, see you later, folks. Enjoy the rest of the week. Eat the cheese balls.